tonight, guys, we're going to study on the Apostle Paul, guys. I'm excited. I'm excited. So I, in the description, I put, you're either going to be a celebrity in ministry as a servant, as a minister, or you're going to be somebody that has a hardcore personality that tells it how it is, that tells the Bible, shares the Bible, that isn't trying to tickle ears. Um, today in our modern time, we have more celebrity type uh, ministers that want to be celebrities. And, and that's not really a healthy thing because it fluffs people up. It gets people so excited for a season. But when the trials and the winds and the storms come, uh, they don't know how to handle those crazy seasons because they were never told the right way. There was never an accountability. There was never um, just a straight out when it comes to the word of God. And so tonight, guys, I want to be straight out. I love you. Um, I treat you like family. That's why I want to be straight out. I treat you like my brothers, like my sisters, like my big brothers, like I, like the way I want to be told, guys. We talked about the Great Commission last week. While we're here, we need to start getting the mentality that God has called us to be an emissary, a messenger, a liaison, a herald, guys. I want to keep speaking that a minister. God has called us to be a dispatch, whether it's in the jails, the schools, whether it's to go back to the country, the rural, the, the farmers, wherever you came from, guys, we need to go back with the purpose of God and deal with the, the drama, deal with the problems that the people are facing, guys. Whether you're in Japan, I'll go out there and I'll deal with your problems. Um, I'll do it with you. We'll hold hands, pray, we'll cry out to God with you guys. And there's opponents. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. God has called us to deal with these opponents, deal and to communicate, guys, and to make announcements in the name of Jesus. So start making announcements. I make an announcement in the name of Jesus that we're going to reach all the people in all 50 states in the name of Jesus. We're going to reach, we're going to have favor and influence in the name of Jesus to preach the gospel to the poor, guys. Um, so start making announcements. I want to hear these announcements. This is for the people that have been working and the people that are about to work. We want you to pick that, that up, guys. Work, guys. Undertake. Take those projects. This is a season that God's going to make and, and open your eyes to the ambassadorship. Um, are you a person that wants everybody to support and you get mad that nobody supports you? Or are you a person that goes out and supports everyone whether they support you or not are you a promoter of the gospel are you a promoter of the little brothers the big brothers the big sisters the worship team the señoras the señores are you a promoter of the ones that don't have a voice guys are you an advocate guys tonight we're going to be talking about the apostle paul i'm so excited to talk about the apostle paul because god has made us winners people defenders and champions and protectors people um we're students I want to keep just drilling you with this, that for us to preach the gospel and to reach people, we have to be enthusiastic. We got to show that love. We got to be in love with God. We got to be in love with Jesus and to continue. I want to encourage all my brothers, all my sisters, as I'm in the Miami area, while you're in Pueblo or while you're in Colorado Springs or while you're wherever you're at in this world, I want you to continue. Uh, how long are we going to do this? Continue until the return of Jesus, people. Father, we lift up tonight's word. Mighty God, show us, mighty God, how to be and flow like the Apostle Paul, mighty God, a person that 
wasn't part of the 12. He wasn't part of the 11 disciples. The Apostle Paul that wasn't a, a follower of Jesus, he didn't hang out with Jesus. He never even met Jesus other than in the spiritual, other than on the road to Damascus, Lord. We can relate with the Apostle Paul, mighty God. Somebody that persecuted the church, somebody that was a part of the death of Stephen, mighty God. Thank you, mighty God, for showing us how to flow like the Apostle Paul. And tonight, guys, I want you guys to be excited about flowing like the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul was, um, he was a Jew born in Tarsus. Tarsus is like a... Uh, multicultural, urban. He was used to talking to different types of people, different colors of skin, different hair color, eyes. He was used to talking to the Greek and the Jew and, and all the different, the barbarians and the wise and the unwise. He, he understood how to flow with the agricultural, all the different people, all the different businesses. He, he was a person that was born in Tarsus, guys. So for us, it's easy for us to flow, guys. When we read about the Apostle Paul, it's like he's up and down. Have you ever met somebody that is like up and down? One day he's he's happy, the other day he's mad, the next day he's depressed, the next day he's excited, the next day he's on fire, the next day he's upset. That's what this guy sounds like, the Apostle Paul. The things that I wanna do, I don't do. And the things that I don't wanna do, I do. That's what he said in Romans. He talked about he had a thorn in his flesh. Before we talk about his attributes and his virtues, this is somebody that did not spend time with Jesus. This is somebody that wasn't a part of the 11. This is somebody that uh, wasn't raised in the clique. This is somebody that persecuted the Christians. This is somebody that talked about he had a, a thorn in his flesh, guys, that he talked about, man, the things I, I, I want to do, I can't do. And the things I, I, I hate, that's what I do. He was not one of the 11. The Apostle Paul never met Jesus. He was in agreement with the killing of Stephen, guys. If you remember, as for Saul, he made havoc of the church, entering every house and dragging off men and women, committing them to prison. He was sending people to prison people. Then Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked for letters. He had letters. He, he had the authority to take Christians, these people that preached this uh, to him. It was like an occultic type of of doctrine like an occultic type of unfamiliar heathen-like uh, Gentile barbarous type of doctrine and and he had letters to put them in prison guys he had an encounter with God if you remember on the road to Damascus he said for I am the least of the apostles who am not worthy to be called an apostle but I persecuted the church of God. He goes, "Man, out of all the apostles, out of Peter, out of everybody, I'm the least." He talked about how he was shipwrecked. Here's a person that they tried to kill. They they put him in prison numerous times. Um somebody that had a thorn in his flesh, somebody that was up and down, but 
it's a blessing to be able to read these types of things to grab us to to say hey you know what check it out i, I understand the apostle paul i understand uh saul of tarsus i understand um, how he was up and down like that i've been there before i learned from studying ray baldonado i see you my brother is that he was transparent sometimes you know as leaders we 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 forget where we came from as leaders we don't tell the disciples hey check it out man i had a rough day yesterday hey you know what man check this out little brother um the things that i don't want to do that's what i'm doing right now the things that i hate that's what i'm doing man and there has to be a transparency at this office of apostle there has to be uh 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 just to be real with people, to, to, to not try to be a celebrity, to, to, to not try to be up there above Jesus, guys. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is the, the King of Kings. Uh, and, and we're just servants. Paul says, I'm the least of the apostles, guys. I'm just excited that I'm alive. I'm excited that God is using me, guys. Here we go. Let's get into the apostle Paul. And what I want to share with you guys is... I could talk about the thorn in the flesh. I could talk about how we all persecuted people. I could talk about doing things that we don't want to do. I could talk about these things, about being shipwrecked, death often, uh, betrayed by brothers. I could talk about being naked out there, being being out in the ocean many days. I could talk about these things, about uh, brothers attacking. I could talk about that. But that's not going to help you. I want to let the people know, all of you that are being attacked right now, all of you that are having an, an amazing season right now, all of you right now that are shipwrecked, I wanna, I'm want to. i talking to the people with a thorn in your flesh, in your side right now. I'm talking to that one person that is, is making mistake after mistake after mistake. I want to encourage you, whether you're in the high, whether you're in the low, whether things are good or whether things are bad, I want you to be a passionate advocate, guys. If God tells you to reach the kids be passionate about advocating for the children if god's called you to the senior citizens be passionate if god has called you to whatever country be passionate be excited about what god go all out let let the money come out of your pocket don't wait until oh i'm not gonna flow until somebody gives me gas money no Take and invest your own gas money and get out there and be a passionate advocate. I, I wish I could talk about Paige Pete, about all the thorns in our flesh. I wish I could talk about all the negative, all the craziness that's happening in our world. Um, I would, but that's not what God, that's not a way to disciple. That's not a way to mentor. Whether you're having a good season or a bad season, I want you to be a passionate advocate and give public support for God, for anybody that's doing righteous ministry. Here we go, Acts chapter 26. We're talking about King Agrippa. God has called you to, uh, from the ashes to sit among kings. Now, it, when, when, when we think about sitting among kings, we're thinking, okay, God, you're gonna bless me with a, with a fat whip. You're gonna 
you're going to bless me with a nice car. You're going to bless me and I'm going to look good and all this. That's not how Paul went to the kings. He went as an inmate. He went at, while in prison, guys, while, while in custody to talk to the kings. We have to be ready to minister at every level, guys. So here we have Acts chapter 26, and there's some lightning that's going on right now. Uh, we're going to be talking about King Agrippa, guys. Acts 26.1. Here we go. Then Agrippa said unto Paul, you are permitted to speak for yourself. Then Paul stretched forth his hand and answered for himself to move in the apostolic, to move like the apostle Paul. You have to, God's going to give you favor, but you have to speak for yourself. We have to speak for ourselves, guys, and we have to answer. God is permitting us right now to speak for ourselves, guys. And how do we speak, guys? You know, in our modern culture, we can be a YouTube person, a Facebook person, a Twitter person, and hide behind that. What about in the public? What about when it comes to one-on-one? -on -one? What about when, hey, man, let's look eye-to-eye -eye at each other. And what? God's permitted me to speak. I'm going to speak to you eye to eye. God is giving us liberty, guys. Understand that. Like the Apostle Paul, he's giving us liberty and he's allowing us, guys. Agrippa said to Paul, you are permitted to speak for yourself. Are you prepared to speak for yourself? Or when the time comes and you're put in that situation, are you going to be quiet? I see you, Dominic Suazo. I see you messaging me right now from uh, Pueblo, Colorado. Then Paul stretched forth his hand and answered for himself. Tonight, guys, God is going to place you in situations because he wants you to speak. He's going to permit you to speak, but you have to be able to answer and give an account. This is why I'm doing it. This is what the scripture says. I, I, I could talk about my thorn in my flesh and my pity party and being shipwrecked, but God is saying, I want you to give an account for why you do. I want you to make a defense. I want you to stand in the gap. I want you to pray for these people. I want you to make a defense when people are attacking freedom of religion, when people are attacking the outreach people. During the pandemic, they started shutting down. The first thing they did, they shut down the church. We have to make a defense, guys. Are we prepared to make a defense? God is saying, I'm permitting you to speak. But what are you going to speak about? Are you going to speak about how many songs you're going to make or, or or what kind of car you want, what kind of house you want? When it's your time to speak, are you going to defend somebody? Are you going to defend the gospel? Are you going to defend the community, those that are advocating? Are you going to be a righteous advocate, guys? Acts 26.2 says, I think myself happy, King Agrippa. He's telling him, I'm happy because I shall answer for myself this day before you touching all things wherefore i am accused of the jews everything I, I i'll talk about it i'll look you in the eye king agrippa and i'll give an account especially because i know you to be an expert in all customs and questions which are among the jews wherefore i beseech you to hear me patiently there's times we could get in front of people and we get all too pumped up and, and nobody understands us we have to talk and say, look it, you are a king. And I understand that you are well-educated in all customs 
and and all the questions when it comes to the Jewish culture. I understand who you are. But all I'm asking is that you be patient with me so that I can defend my cause, so I can defend my opinion, so I can defend this scripture, so I can defend why we're doing this. People aren't always going to agree with us, guys. When I came to Florida, people were like, what? But I have to say, God has permitted me. But I beseech you, can you just be patient with me while I defend the cause, while I defend the body, while I defend Christianity, while I defend my, my, my peers, while I defend the, the, the Christian Americans? And instead of getting emotional, instead of focusing on the thorn in my flesh, instead of focusing on why I'm doing things that I don't want to do, instead of focusing on being shipwrecked, instead of focusing on, on being uh, uh, abused by my brothers, can you be patient with me? Then Agrippa said unto Paul, you almost persuade me to be a Christian. guys." We don't need to talk about the thorn in the flesh. We don't need to be up and down, guys. We don't, we don't need to be all over the place. We don't need to be double-minded. We need to look people in the eye, understand who we are in the name of Jesus, because you never know, you might lead somebody to the Lord. All of a sudden, that person of authority, that person that has the keys, the person that's the watchman, the person that, that is the, 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 the steward over the, the geographical area, the, the person that's in authority, that person will say, you know what, you're an inmate and you're preaching to me? You kind of make me want to be a Christian. The word Agrippa means hero-like. Let me remind you, my name is Apostle Paul, and I'm in this jail because I'm accused falsely by the Jews. And I understand that you're well-versed in all this custom and questions of the Jews, King Agrippa. But let me remind you what your name means, Agrippa. It means hero. I beg you to be a hero right now and be patient with me because I have some words of life and scriptures that I want to impart to you because I understand that your name and your identity means hero. And if you receive what God is going to do, God's going to raise you up to be a hero to your family, a hero to your community, a hero. You are king and people submit unto you. You will be a hero to those that serve you. You will be a hero to those that, that pay tribute. You will be a hero. Hero-like. He said under Paul, almost you persuade me to be a Christian, man. You persuade me. I don't know what it is, man, but you're moving me to think different. You know, what you said in the words of wisdom that you shared and, and you didn't talk about the thorn in the flesh. You didn't talk about the woe is me. You didn't talk about how you didn't have the money. You didn't talk about all the negativity. You didn't talk about how they how they abused you. But what you said moved me. And I trust you. And for some reason, God has placed it on my heart. I need to listen to you. As crazy as it sounds, you might be an inmate. 
Paul, and I might be the king of this nation, but I agree with you. And that's the call. That's the Apostle Paul. That's how he operated. He didn't focus on the thorn. He didn't focus how they beat him up because he casted out the spirit of divination that brought gain to people. He didn't he didn't talk about how how he was in a jail and and a, and, and and they put him in there falsely. He didn't talk about that. But he formulated his his opinion, he formulated his thoughts. He he thought about what he was going to say. He looked them right in the eye and he said, I know where you're from, homie. I know what you're about. I know you know the customs of the Jewish community and all questions. And you know what? Your name means hero-like. And right now we need you, king, to be a hero-like type of king. And that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to go to the people in authority and to tell them you are a hero. Who, me? You are a hero. But give me a second. Be patient with me as I formulate. Be patient as I, as I, as I think about what I'm going to say, as I put it together, the scriptures together, as I talk real with you. I don't want to rush it. I want to look you in the eye man to man. Because through the grace of God, you're going to trust me. And you're going to hold me accountable and I'm going to share the truth, the gospel truth. Apostle Paul, guys, tonight. We are sharing about the Apostle Paul blessings to all our people from Tokyo, Japan, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. All our people from India. Love you guys, man. Now. We are either going to talk about the thorn or we're going to unite people, guys. I believe this study on the apostle, especially the apostle Paul, we're going to go for it for a while. I don't know how long, how many days, how many how many episodes on this podcast, but I really want to get all of it. Um, God is calling us to unite people. God is calling us to go into the communities and unite. We are either going to flow like a celebrity and 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 everybody's going to be all excited and 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 then and then when we're gone, they're going to fall away. Or we're going to be straight out hardcore personality and say, "Brother, I love you. That's this is why I'm telling you, bro. My sister, this is why I'm telling you, my sister. I I I I I want you to be united to your family. Don't talk about my family like that." I'm not talking about your family. I'm saying you need to be united to your family. You don't know what I'm going through. But I know what the Bible says, and I'm telling you because I love you. I'm not I'm not telling you because I'm trying to push you away or hurt you. I'm telling you because I want you to be a person like the Apostle Paul that, that operated in the name of Jesus, and he united people. Romans chapter 1, verse 11. He says, for I long to see you that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift. To the end, you may be established. Listen, listen to what I'm about to say, guys, because this is going to help some of you people, because a lot of people just want to focus on on reaching the church. Oh, brother, where do you serve? 
oh, I, I'm just reaching the church. We're supposed to be multiplying daily. But here you have Paul. He's saying, man, I long to see you, my brother. I long to see you, my brother, my sister. I, I want to impart a spiritual blessing so that you'd be established in your church, that you'd be established in your life, in your walk, that you would be established with your children and your marriage and your family, guys. That is that I may be comforted together with you by the mutual faith, both of you and me. Pay attention. Listen up. Now, I would not have you ignorant, brethren, that oftentimes I purpose to come unto you that I might have some fruit among you also even as among other Gentiles. I'm not, I'm not trying to just have fruit with the Christians. I'm trying to have fruit uh, um, with the Gentiles. The Gentiles are the nation that don't worship God, that don't know God, that don't have an intimate relationship. They're, they're heathens. They don't know God. But Paul was saying, I'm going to have fruit with you, my brother, and with the Gentiles, the people that don't know God. I'm going to have fruit. Something's going to come from this with the Christian community. Something big is going to happen with the Christian community. And something's going to come from the relationship with the Gentiles. As a, uh, a person that operates like the Apostle Paul, uh, something's going to come from this as we work in the urban, in the rural, as we work in the jails and the prisons, as we work with those crazies, as we work with these people that we love with all of our heart, but right now they're just hurt right now. Something's going to come. We're going to have some kind of fruit from this, guys. We're going to, in the name of Jesus, when I work with the church and when I work in the with the Gentiles, we will affect these people. We will affect them to get closer to God. We will affect those that know God. We will affect them so that they can seek out God like never before. And the people that don't know God, we will affect them in the name of Jesus. There will be results with the church and there will be results in the world with the Gentiles, with the heathens. In the name of Jesus, they will be praising God. Why are you out there with them crazies, them gang members? Because they're going to praise God in the name of Jesus. That's why. Why are you out there with them locos? Because they're going to praise Jesus. That's why. That's my fruit. Now, I would not have you ignorant, brethren, that oftentimes I purpose to come unto you. He says, I am a, a debtor both to the Greeks, to the barbarians, both to the wise and the unwise. Guys, we have to be a people that unite everybody, guys, not just the church. The Apostle Paul wasn't, he wasn't, uh, he was just seasonal. He'd go to Jerusalem, but his, his, Peter was an apostle to the Jews while the Apostle Paul was an apostle to the Gentiles, guys, we, he says, I am a debtor. He says, I, I owe these people, man, because when I got saved, I'm a debtor. I owe these people. I, I, 
I have an obligation, an moral obligation as a citizen of the United States, as a Christian American. I have an obligation. That's what God called me to do. I don't need to get paid for this. I don't need anything. It's my obligation in the name of Jesus. When I see Jesus, when my time is up, when Dr. Robert, when Battle Axe is gone and I'm standing in front of Jesus, I'm going to say, hey, I, I gave it everything. I went 100. It's my duty. And you guys that know me, you know how I am. It is my moral obligation and duty to make sure that you guys are cool, to make sure that somebody's praying for you, to make sure that 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 Jesus is Lord and we're all praying. We owe God. I owe God. Maybe you don't see it like that, but I owe God my life. When I came to the Lord, God, God restored me. God, God gave us a house. God um, gave me salvation, my house salvation. God blessed my children, my marriage. I owe God. You don't have to pay me. He says, I'm a debtor to the Greeks. People understand. Here you have a Christian man, the father of the church, guys, one of the fathers of the church. And he's saying, I'm a debtor. I owe the Greek. I owe these people that know the philosophies of the Greek and the poetries and all, all these different things, all their wise and wisdom. I owe these people when it comes to working in, in uh, communities, mo uh, multicultural I owe them. I owe these Greeks, these smart people, these people that understand plans and they execute. They understand business. They understand all the philosophies of the Greeks. They know all of it. I owe them. What? You're supposed to be in the church. I owe them. I have to get them saved. I, I owe it to God to reach these people. I can't look at their faces. I can't look at their bank account. I can't look at what kind of car they drive, what kind of shoes they wear. I can't, I can't look at the ring their lady's wearing. I owe them. It's my obligation and my duty as a Christian American to reach these people that, that they pride themselves in the Greek philosophies. He says, not just the Greeks, but the barbarians. There's crazy people out there. There's people with guns, the concealed guns. There's, there's people out there, they don't care. They're ruthless. They, they, they talk rude, they cuss, they, they don't care. They're disrespectful to, to elders, the seniors, to the law, to protocol. They, their talk is disrespectful. They're rough and harsh, guys. Their language is, is, is nobody understands. And barbarians are people that, that nobody understands what they're saying. What'd you say? What? You can't understand them. They're barbarians. Paul says, I'm a debt. I owe them. I owe them. What, what do you owe them? I owe them. I got saved in the name of Jesus. Now I owe Jesus. Now I owe it to these people. It's my moral obligation, people, to these foreigners, to these barbarous. I'm a debtor both to the Greeks and to the barbarians, both to the wise, not just the, 
the Greeks and the Greek philosophies, not just to those that are barbarous, but to those that have skill, those that understand skill, that are skilled in letters, guys. What happens if all the electricity goes out and, and how are you going to operate? Because they used to operate when it comes to the skill of letter writing, guys. Why do you think at, at churches they would study? To this day, we study the apostle. We study the writings of letters, guys. Lord, give us the strength, mighty God, to see it that you've called us to be debtors to the Greeks to the barbarous, to those that are skilled, to those that plan well. God has called me to the people that plan well. They're organizers. They know how to organize things. They know how to plan and they know how to execute. God has called me to the Greeks with their Greek philosophies. God has made me a debtor to the barbarians, the gangsters, the crazies, those in prisons, federal, state, those that are in the adolescent treatment centers, those that don't want to go to church. And also God has called me to the skilled and to the wise those that plan well and execute it says i'm a debtor both to the greeks the barbarians both to the wise and the unwise guys those that nobody understands those are my people not just the wise but the unwise those that nobody understands the foolish people oh man Sometimes I got these brothers and these sisters and they do foolish things and I'm like why are you doing that it's so foolish. I love you though. And I'm obligated to, to, to be patient with you. I'm obligated to preach the gospel to you. I'm obligated. I don't understand why you're so foolish right now, but I, I love you, man. And I honor you and I, I'm not going to turn my back on you right now. You you're, you're operating as a person that is un unintelligent right now. And not just that, but you're sensual, you're fleshly and carnal right now. You're focused on, 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 uh, you know, sometimes you have friends and they're like, man, I'm praying for that soulmate. Like, what? We need to pray to Jesus. Oh, I know I'm praying to Jesus for my soulmate. No, that's not. We need to thank Jesus for Jesus. We need to thank Jesus for Jesus, for salvation. But yes, God has called me to be a debtor to the Greeks, to the barbarians, to the wise and the unwise people that are carnal, fleshly, and sensual. They just, God is still having me reach those people. He says, so as much as is in me, I'm ready to preach the gospel to you that are in Rome also, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel. I'm not ashamed to, to preach the gospel to nobody, guys. I'm not ashamed to preach to the, the Greeks. I'm not ashamed to preach to the, the politicians. I'm not afraid to preach on the news or in the media or, or the, the schools. Or I'm not afraid to talk to anybody about uh, salvation and leading them I'm not ashamed of the gospel, guys. I'm not, I'm not embarrassed. Paul, I want to be like Paul, like a real apostle that's not ashamed or embarrassed, no guilt trips. I, I'm not, 
there's times that that people are like pass that basket around it, it's already gone around five times pass it around again I'm not embarrassed and there's no guilt trip I haven't I'm not guilty of nothing I'm not, I'm not sorry because I preach the gospel I'm not sorry to be on here sharing every Tuesday night. I'm not I'm not sorry that I love you in the name of Jesus. I'm not sorry that I ask you if, uh, if you need prayer or if you could pray for me. I, I'm not humiliated, man. Um, God is with us. I'm not going to sit here and apologize for preaching the gospel, guys. I'm, I'm not going to apologize that I dedicated my life and, and 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 don't expect anything from anybody. I'm not going to apologize that I travel the world for Jesus and I don't expect nothing from nobody. The Apostle. I love you guys out there. Judy Hernandez says, glad to see you on here. God bless you guys. If anybody needs prayer, guys, please. Right now, there's lightning. Honestly, I was going for a long walk just to pray right before this podcast Bible study. And as I was walking, a lightning storm hit. And I was thinking, oh, Jesus, I'm going to get hit in the back with lightning. And all of a sudden, you could see it, it was so bright. It was like hitting everywhere around me. I was like, oh, I was like, oh. God, you're so powerful, but I'm not going to apologize that I preach the gospel, Jesus. The Apostle Paul. I pray that you guys would be like the Apostle Paul. Everybody goes through things. Everybody sometimes, you know, we go through those thorn, uh, thorn in our side, the thorn in our flesh. Every now and then we go through seasons where we do things that we can't even explain ourselves. Like, why did you do that? I don't even know. But we can't be foolish, guys. We need to be like the Apostle Paul that was obligated and it was his moral duty to to always give back, to always preach, to to look at it like it was his full-time job, guys. Like, look at it like, like you know what? The, I am working. This is my job. I do this for Jesus. Blessings to all our people from the island of Lene'i, Hawaii, Aloha. To the Ig family, blessings. I want to pray that you guys would be passionate advocates, guys that you would preach that gospel, that you would cry out in the name of Jesus for, for everything, man. I, I remember in the early years, um, there wasn't really many places to preach the gospel. So I'd, I'd go to all the senior citizen homes and, and, and I was just passionate about it. Oh man. I remember I even, I was invited to the harvest crusade and I was one of the, you know, when they invite you on the field to, to be one of the prayer people, leading people to the Lord. Ah, oh, I love that, man, so much. Passionate when it comes to whatever it is that God puts in my 
in my path, in my journey, in this walk. Passionate. I want you guys to be passionate. Don't let nobody sway you. Don't let drama just turn you. And, and all of a sudden you're like, you know, I'll do it tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes and next week comes and next month comes. And I'll do it next. I'll do it tomorrow. And then, it, then, then it's a year, five years, 10 years. I'll do it. I'll do it. No, guys, it has to be like a job. It has to be like life to be a passionate advocate. I pray that you are a person that gives public support uh, to your local ministers, to your state, to your county ministers, to find some statewide ministry that you can support or some advocacies that you could support, some national uh, ministries that you could support, some international that you can give some public support for, guys. Remember Agrippa, whose name means hero-like, says, man, you almost, you tripped me out, Paul. You kind of make me want to, you persuade me to be a Christian. I pray that you would unite people, that you would unite your family, that you would unite your community, that you would be like the Apostle Paul, that you would uh, unite the Greeks, that you would unite the barbarian crazies, the gangsters, that you would unite all the wise people that understand how to plan, know how to organize, know how to execute that plan, know how to bring people together. I pray that you would unite people, guys, that you would work with the wise and the unwise wise, the people that don't know how to plan, that don't know how to execute, that always come five hours late, uh, you don't understand what they're saying, that you would be patient with them, that it would also be an obligation for that group of that ranking of people, guys, through the anointing on your life, through, through your inspiration, through the calling on your life, you can lead those people to a different lifestyle. You can lead the unwise that one day nobody could understand them. One day they're out there in the tombs cutting themselves like the man with the legion spirit. And all of a sudden, because you show up, because you had heart, because you didn't give up on these people, because you love them all equally, all of them, that all of a sudden the person that couldn't be understood, all of a sudden he's understood. All of a sudden he's preaching the gospel. All of a sudden he comes up with a group called SOG Crew. All of a sudden he's rapping uh, he he should be dead. That guy right there, they call him Battle Axe. He should be in prison. He should be dead like his family. No, guys. I thank God that people came before us and, and helped us and, and explained the simplicity of the biblical principles of salvation that rescued us. Not just me, but my house and my family, guys. Somebody took time and invested years. I was a wild donkey. But somebody said, you know what? They, the ones in our lives, they didn't look at just the, 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 the Greek philosopher and, 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 and Agrippa and, and, and all these uh, prestige people. They also looked at the unwise pe person that nobody understood. And they were like, you know what? That guy right there, that guy that nobody understands, I'm going to invest in that one. And let's see what happens.
Paul says, I'm a debtor both to the Greeks and to the barbarians, both to the wise and the unwise, the Apostle Paul. I love you guys out there. I love you guys out there, guys. You guys are on my heart. I pray that that God will bless you and that God will keep you. My prayer in the name of Jesus is for you to, to be passionate about the things that God has called you to, to flow in and that you would take your time when talking to people, that you would look them in the eye, that you would that you would learn how to answer for yourself, that you don't need a lawyer. You don't need to wait for the bishop. You don't, you will answer. And you will persuade people to salvation. And you will unite the Greeks you will unite the barbarians, the wise and the unwise. And you will have fruit in the church. And you will have excellent results. And you will affect the church. And at the same time, you will have amazing results among the community of Gentiles and heathens and you will affect them and you will transform them and you will get them from a community and a culture that does not worship the Lord Jesus to a people that worship God, the true God, the living God, the Alpha and the Omega. I love you, Ray Baldonado, and I see you. I know you called yesterday. Man, I'm getting used to this humidity out here. I, I'm not getting used to the lightning storms, though. Father, we love you, mighty God, and we bless you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord Jesus, have your way, Jesus. Have your way, mighty God. Have your way, Jesus. Have your way, Lord Jesus. Have your way, mighty God. You're so amazing, wonderful. Thank you, mighty God, for being patient with me. Thank you, Lord, for putting it on my heart when I was a young person to always put others above ourselves. And when you led us to the Lord, mighty God, it, it became embedded on our hearts to be obligated 
to reaching all groups and all ethnic groups, all rankings, all people. Wise and the unwise. Planners and those that are disorganized. The worshipers and those that worship, I don't know what else. And to persuade them. Father, we love you, Jesus. Blessings to all our people from the great state of Colorado. Blessings to all the people from California, Hawaii, I'm proud of you guys. I honor you. Keep us in prayer, man. In the name of Jesus.